ಭಾಗವತಂದೆ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓ 
नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर फाइव प्रहलाद द सेंकली सन ऑफ हिरण्य कश्यपु टेक्स्ट नंबर टेन बुद्धि स्वतो अभवत् बन्यताम श्रुतो खामानाम श्रोतु कामान गुरुनाम कुलनंदना बुद्धिवेदा पराक्रुता होते स्वतो अभवत् भन्यताम श्रोतु कामानाम गुरुनाम कुलनंदना बुद्धिवेदा पराक्रुता होते स्वतो अभवत् बन्यताम श्रोतु कामानाम गुरुनाम कुलनंदना बुद्धिवेदा पराक्रुता होते स्वतो अभवत् बन्यताम श्रोतु कामानाम गुरुनाम कुलनंदना बन्यताम श्रोतु कामनाकुलनंदना बनता श्रोतु कामना गुरुनाम कुलनंदना बुद्धिवेद पराकृता होते स्वतो बन्यता श्रोतु कर्मना गुरुनाम कुलनंदना वैष्णवीस बुद्धिवेद पराकृता होते स्वतो भवत श्रोतु कामना गुरुनाम कुलनंदना बुद्धिभेद पोल्यूशन ऑफ द इंटेलिजेंस परकृता डन बाय द एनिमीज उताहो और 
ते ऑफ यू स्वतः बाय यूर सेल्फ अभवत वस भन्यताम लेट इट बी टोल्ड श्रोतु कामानाम टू अस हु आर वेरी ईगर टू हियर अबाउट इट गुरु नाम ऑल यूर टीचर्स खुलानंदना ओ बेस्ट ऑफ यूर फैमिली ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाई डिवेन गेस्ट शिला प्रभुपाद शिला प्रभुपाद की ओ बेस्ट ऑफ यूर फैमिली हैज दिस पोल्यूशन ऑफ यूर इंटेलिजेंस बीन ब्रॉट अबाउट बाई यू आर बाई द एनिमीज वी आर ऑल यूर टीचर्स एंड वी are very eager to hear about this please tell us the truth purport prahlad maharaj's teachers were astonished that a small boy could speak such exalted vaishnava philosophy therefore they inquired about the vaishnavas who stealthily taught it to him in order in order that these vaishnavas might be arrested and killed in the present in the presence of prahladas prahladas father hiranyakashipu om ajnana timirandasya gnananjana shalakaya chakshur melitam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha jay shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhar shri vasadi gaurabhakta vrinda hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare namo bhagavate तस्मे कृष्णा कृष्णायुंदमेदेशन i think there even more whole canto is dedicated studying shila prabhu uh, prahlad maharaj is you know bhagavatam we have you no know, nityam bhagavata sevaya so one is hearing from the shrimad bhagavatam and associating with the bhagavatas and prahlad maharaj is uh, person bhagavata so that's why he is in the book bhagavatam and he is not an ordinary devotee he is not just a 5 years old boy who is he he is also one of the mahajanas one of the mahajanas so you will see you know bhakti is not impossible you know it's not impossible to sprout anywhere you know it can sprout anywhere it's possible so in the among the 12 mahajanas two of them from the same family and they are coming from the demoniac family so you see the value education that provides in the guru parampara system which is coming from lord brahma himself who got from the lord himself directly 
and Narada instructed Prahlad Maharaj, and that is, and in the same lineage we see Bali Maharaj. So great exalted devotees were born in the demoniac family, but they are like you know, in the Marwana garden you have tulsi plant, so it won't lose the fragrance, it won't lose the sanctity. So it will continue, although it doesn't matter where someone got the birth. So it matters with whom they associated, what kind of knowledge they are getting. So, so we have heard um, in the past few verses that Hiranyakashipu, he sent, you know, according to his best of his knowledge, he sent his son to an university of ignorance under a school of atheism. And the great professors of atheism, Shukracharya and Shandana, he is the professor, assistant professor, sir. <laughs> His sons, Shanda and Amarka. And they gave best of their knowledge to Hiranyakashipu. Sorry, Hiranyakashipu's son, Prahlad Maharaj. So then Hiranyakashipu asked his son, My son, I sent you to the best of the universities in the world. Sukracharya is a great professor, world-class professor. What did you learn from him? And Prahlad Maharaj already got the greatest education in the world, Vidya Bhagavatavadi. So the great education, the limit to the education is Bhagavatam. So Prahlad Maharaj already got that education, Vidya Bhagavatavadi. He got the PhD from the world-class, renowned Narada Muni. And even within, when he was in the womb, he graduated from that university. When he is out, Hiranyakashipu was thinking, you know, I have to give best education to my son. So he sent to the greatest professors of atheism. But Prahlad was not influenced by that education. Prahlad was not influenced by that education. So that's why when his father asked, what's the reply he gave? comes in the fifth verse, yeah. Fifth verse, he says, Tat sadhumanye asuravarya dehinam. He's telling, oh greatest of the demons, my dear father, Hiranyakashipu, you're the greatest. He says, samad samudvigna dhyam asad gruhat. So, you are caught up in the illusion. You are fell in the well where there is no water. <laughs> He's saying, Hitvanmak patam gruhamanda kupam vanam gato yad darin ashrayet. So he's telling, you know, for your age, you're supposed to go to Vrindavan and settle there and take shelter of the Supreme Lord, Hari. So that is the highest. Taking the shelter of the Lord is the highest. So this is what I learned. He replied, but Hiranyakashipu, Third, you know, somebody in your school spoiled you. Some Vaishnavas has entered in your school, like devotees go to universities to preach, <laughs> no? like that. So some Vaishnavas have come, disguised themselves. So he instructed, you know, you, so far, 
there is no uh, enmity between Prahlad Maharaj and Hiranyakashipu. He is still thinking, my son is the best. Now, I am the best in the world. My son is also carrying my lineage. So, he is best. Hiranyakashipu thinking, he is okay, but somebody spoiled him. You know, many times when we, bec- we came here, most of us came here as students. So I tell from my own example, we came here to study, not the Bhagavatam. We came here to study the school of atheism, in the school of atheism. Now the material education is for the bhukti, not to earn livelihood. So that's what the whole world believes in, you know, if you are educated means you must be earning good money. So if you don't have a proper job, that means your education does not have any value. See, you may have big, big, you know, PhD or anything, but you are not earning money, so your education no value. See, when, when somebody choosing a career, so they think, oh, which uh, stream has more job opportunities? Which one gives you immediate job? Where you get more money? So, in general, because most of 99% of the population is in the same category, where they just go behind the money chasing. Of course, money is required. Bhukti is required to maintain the body. But more than the body, that's why Prahlad Maharaj said, no, those who consider this material body itself is permanent. So they are diving deep in the well where there is no water. So that does not give you satisfaction. But the real education is to give liberation. Not just liberation, beyond the liberation, that's bhakti. Because bhakti is an activity of a liberated person. So Prahlad Maharaj is saying, so most of us came searching for that. When we started going to temple regularly, because back in India, you go temple once in a festival time or sometime, any special occasions, birthday or marriage day or anything, you go, that's okay, you are pious, you know, well. But if you start going every day, what's wrong with you? Why are you going to temple every day? Don't have any work to do? You know, people ask, why are you going? You know, why are you spending two hours chanting? You know, two hours you get hourly, even average you take thirty dollars, you know, sixty dollars weekly. How much? You no. Know, <laughs> one year you wasted so much money. You know, instead you could work. Bhagavatam you read every day one hour. Oh my God! And temple seva. Why? You know, we spent so much money to send you to Australia. I thought you would become this, that. But you are wasting. Recently, one of my friends, he was telling, so he and his schoolmate, they met after a long time. So he became a devotee, fortunately. So his schoolmate was floated in the waves of existence. So he was asking, you know, we both graduated at the same time. You came to Australia. I thought, you know, you will be successful. You were saying you didn't have any property. And job, you were saying, yeah, I'm working somewhere, this, this, no permanent job. Now, I was in India, 
So I was working in a normal MNC company. But I got three properties and I have this much bank balance. And I'm going to Canada to, you know, extend my thing. But you, you seem to be aimless in your life. Now, you are not planning anything. You are not planning for increasing your assets. You know, what security you will get in future? So you, you're behaving like an aimless person. But this devotee, he was underground all the you know, different things. Finally, he came to the shore. <laughs> he got devotional service and the best of education, Srimad Bhagavatam. So what comparison, what they can understand, those who are limited to their well? Kupa So they are in the little well. So they think this is the world. And buy, consume, die. So that's it. Work, buy, whatever you need, consume it, die. That's it. They don't know beyond that. But Prahlad Maharaj is saying, no, there is more than that. And his, his teachers, Shanda and Amarka, they are asking, who are they? You know, who influenced you? Who made it? Who made you devotee? Bring them here. We will teach them. <laughs> Recently, when I went to India, I met a couple of our devotee parents. So, once they came out of home to Australia, Fortunately, they came in association of devotees, they became devotees and they never went back to India. I went to meet them because I was in India, so you can imagine them in a fire. <laughs> and I met them, one of the parents uh, of a devotee, they were asking, you know, my son was very good when he was here, he was smoking, drinking, <laughs> After going there, he's telling, not even onion garlic, and he's telling, only if you chant, I will come home. So what happened to him? Why he is not normal? Why he has to take bhakti so deeply? And she is telling me, no, don't let my son go deep in the bhakti. <laughs> so you can imagine that. <laughs> because, what is the source? What is main root cause for them? It's ignorance. They don't know anything beyond this temporary material body and temporary arrangements around the life. So they don't know anything beyond that. So like Srila Prabhupada gives an example, uh, in the butcher shop, they keep all the different ships, you know, ships. Butcher will take one sheep and he'll cut, it will cry, Mah! and all the other mates, they see, hey, what happened to our boy? He was eating along with us, he gone, died. But other sheep say, ah, that's okay, it's him, nothing will happen to us. <laughs> and they keep on eating. And one day they'll also go. So similarly we see so many people, that's why Yudhishthira Maharaj was asked by the Aksha. What's the wonderful thing in this world you have observed? And Yudhishthira said, I have seen so many people. People go to Yama Mandiram, but 
people who are around they think sheshastavaramichanti so they just they don't make any arrangement further and further when i will also speak on text number 11 guys is is very important one uh, and previous one has very short purport in the text number 11 it says shri prahlada vacha paraswas chetya sat grahaha pumsam yan mayaya krita vimohita dhiyam drushtas tasmay bhagavate namaha translation pralad maharaj replied let me offer my respectful obeisances unto the supreme personality of godhead whose external energy has created the distinctions of my friend and my enemy by deluding the intelligence of men indeed i am now actually experiencing this although i have previously heard of it from authoritative sources so in the previous one shandai and amarka was thinking who are those enemies because hiranyakashipu said enemies have polluted you enemies have entered in your school they cannot directly attack me so they are spoiling you so pralatnara is saying you know i have learned this in the womb of my mother when naradmuni was speaking shrimad bhagavatam so i learned this in the womb now i am experiencing so here pralad maharaj is exhibiting a devotee how he has to see the world see in the world so most of us most of the people they see things but they see with the materialize without knowledge even though we have eyes you don't actually see now say for example you take a pin just pinch it blood comes but there are so many things in the blood so a person who doesn't know he just see a red color liquid coming okay blood oh blood coming out but if a doctor tells okay take your blood to the sample to the pathology and pathologists will see there are different you know elements in the blood he see white blood cells red blood cells virus that these so many things under that under the microscope say for example same microscope we got it who doesn't have any clue of pathology although you are seeing through the microscope what we see kaleidoscope only different designs correct but the same person if he get education and he see right things so similarly in the world we see so many things but the knowledge of shrimad bhagavatam the vedic knowledge when we have that we sing we see things as they are so that is only with the knowledge one can see things as they are without knowledge is just waste and purport is very beautiful purport shila prabhupad gives so i'll read shila prabhupad purport as stated in bhagavad gita 518 vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini shunichaiva swapake cha pandita samadarshina the humble sage by virtue of true knowledge 
sees with equal vision a learned and gentle brahmana, a cow, an elephant, a dog, and a dog eater, outcast. Pandita, those who are actually learned, the equipoised advanced devotees, who have full knowledge of everything, do not see any living entity as an enemy or friend. Instead, with broader vision, they see that everyone is part of Krishna, as confirmed by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Jivera Swarupahai Krishnera Nityadas. Every living entity, being part of the Supreme Lord, is meant to serve the Lord, just as every part of the body is meant to serve the whole body. A servants, as servants of the Supreme Lord, all living beings, living entities are one. But a Vaishnava, because of his natural humility, addresses every other living entity as Prabhu. A Vaishnava sees other servants to be so advanced that he has much to learn from them. Thus he accepts all other devotees of the Lord as Prabhu's masters. Although everyone is a servant of the Lord, one Vaishnava servant, because of humility, sees another servant as his master. Understanding of the master begins from understanding of the spiritual master. Yasya prasadad bhagavat prasado, yasya prasadhan nagati kutopi. By the mercy of the spiritual master, one receives the benediction of Krishna. Without the grace of the spiritual master, one cannot make any advancement. Saksha dharitvena samastha shastre uktasya tatha bhavyata eva sadbhi kintu ya priya eva tasya vande gurushri charanaravindam. The spiritual master is to be honored as much as the Supreme Lord because he is the most confidential servitor of the Lord. This is acknowledged in all revealed scriptures and followed by all authorities. Therefore, I offer my respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of such a spiritual master who is a bona fide representative of Sri Hari Krishna. The spiritual master, the servant of God, is engaged in the most confidential service of the Lord, namely delivering all the conditioned souls from the clutches of Maya, in which one thinks, this person is my enemy and that one is my friend. Actually, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the friend of all living entities, and all living entities are eternal servants of the Supreme Lord. Oneness is possible through this understanding, not through artificially thinking that every one of us is God or equal to God. The true understanding is that God is the Supreme Master and that all of us are servants of the Supreme Lord and are therefore on the same platform. This had already been thought to Prahlad Maharaj by his spiritual master Narada. But Prahlada was nonetheless surprised by how a bewildered soul thinks one person his enemy and another is his friend. As long as one adheres to the philosophy of duality, thinking one person a friend, another an enemy, he should be understood to be in the clutches of Maya. The Mayavadi philosopher who thinks that all living entities are God and are therefore one is also mistaken. No one is equal to God. The servant 
cannot be equal to the master. According to the Vaishnava philosophy, the master is one and the servants are also one, but the distinction between the master and servant must continue even in the liberated stage. In the conditioned stage, we think that some living beings are our friends, whereas others are enemies, and thus we are in duality. In the liberated stage, however, the conception is that God is the master and that all living entities, being servants of the God, are one. Very beautiful purport. And we see, so, so far, our education, in the normal terms, so that is to distinct, now he is my enemy, this is favorable for me, and he is my friend. So friends and enemies we distinct based on what benefit I get from this person. So countries, one country makes friend with one country and another country becomes enemy. Like say for example in the first world war, group of some countries they are on enemy side and group of other countries they are in the French side, and they fought each other. In the World War II, whoever in the enemy side, they were opposite. And they think, okay, now I am friend with this country, and this country is my enemy. So that continues, not only that, everywhere you see, even in the family, among the family members, if, you know, we see in the old tradition, Vedic tradition, where there are joint families under you know, all the family works for one single motto and all together work. As soon as the family head departs, you see clashes. You know, this share is mine, this share is mine. And within the family member, they make groups. You know, one, two, three sons are one group, three, four, five. And they fight each other for the property. And we see everywhere, those who are fulfilling my senses, those who are acting for my sense gratification to fulfill my needs, he is my enemy. If anybody is going against, he is my friend and enemy. That's the distinction. Even among the friends, if somebody is correcting another friend, I think, hey, you're supposed to be my friend and you're supposed to, you know, say whatever you are doing is good. Although he may be doing all kinds of nonsense. But as soon as you say, you know, you did wrong, he thinks you, know, you are my enemy. You was my friend, but now you are talking against to me, you are my enemy. So this distinction we see everywhere. Even when somebody become a devotee, own family members become enemy. When somebody become devotee, the friends who are there since childhood, they go against. You know, you are not drinking with us anymore. You are not eating with us anymore. Now you say, I don't eat, I don't eat. You, and you are talking philosophy. You are wasting your time. Oh, now you are nonsense. They say like that. And they give so much hitabodha also. And Prahlad Maharaj is saying, I am experiencing this. And Srila Prabhupada begins the purport saying, what is the objective of a real education. So the, the real education has to give equality. 
equality on the basis of spiritual life, spirit soul. What is that? Vidya Vinaya Sampanne. So those who are equipped with the knowledge, not, not the material knowledge, the spiritual knowledge, only spiritual knowledge, and under the spiritual umbrella, we can see all are equal. But what, what propaganda will go that, you know, equal rights, all this in the workplace or the university, you cannot have any equality. It's unequal. <laughs> Only equality comes with the spiritual knowledge. So without spiritual knowledge, you, there is no way that one can have equality. So only with that, one sees it's not, the equality is not just among the human beings. The equality along with other living entities as well. And Vaishnava, Srila Prabhupada says, he quotes from Chaitanya Charitamrita, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Jivera Swarupa hai Krishnera Nityadas. So devotee says, you know, I am part and parcel of the Lord. Not only me, every living entity. Every living entity, they are also part and parcel of the Lord. And he says, as I am servant of the Lord, they are also servants of the Lord. But for my good fortune, I got in contact with the devotee, I became a devotee, I realized that I have to serve the Lord, but they have forgotten, let me help them. So that's a devotee's vision. So one time, and that's the only pleasure devotee can get, connecting those who ever forgotten their relationship to the Lord. So that's the only happiness one can get. So other than that, there is no happiness. So one time Srila Prabhupada was walking with Bhavananda Prabhu and Gargamuni Prabhu. And while they were walking, Srila Prabhupada turned to Bhavananda Prabhu. And Prabhupada asked, Bhavananda, do you know what is your name's meaning? And he said, he replied, Bhava Ananda. Bhava means he thought, Bhavananda. So he thought, okay, ecstasy in Bhava. So experiencing the ecstasy in Bhava. Prabhupada said, your name is Bhavananda, not Bhavananda. So Prabhupada, Bhava means material existence. What happiness is there in the material existence? And Srila Prabhupada said, the, the devotee experiences highest ecstasy in preaching work. So, it's a preaching work. You experience the highest ecstasy through preaching. Because in the spiritual world, whom you will preach? Everybody is a devotee. Even if you try to go and preach, hey, uh, you coward boys, why are you climbing on Krishna? He is a supreme lord. They say, get out. <laughs> and Krishna himself will say, you get out from here. <laughs> so I want to enjoy. So, even Mother Ashwada is chasing Krishna, you go and tell Mother Ashwada, Hey, he is Supreme Lord, he is the Lord of the Universe, everything emanated from him, Janmadhyaya Syata, she will beat with the stick to you. So, in spiritual world, you cannot preach to anybody. So, only here, that's why all the Acharyas, they come to this material world, specially for this purpose, only to preach. So, that's the only Highest rasa if somebody want to experience preaching. And preaching does not require eloquent words and you know, 
so much passion to do this, that. That's why Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj, he says, no, you preach, 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 speak only when it is required. So, with our behavior, with our, you know, with care, compassion, you just show that one day, you know, they will ask you, you know, what you're doing is very good, can you please tell me what should I do more? Remember one devotee I met in a uh, Coles, so he was serving at the uh, checkout counter. Uh, I was in Dhoti Kurta, so he, so I did my shopping, everything I was doing, and it was two years ago I met him. So he was impressed that what we are doing at the temple, distributing prasad and everything. So he came to the temple, but he was not interested to come inside the temple room to take darshan. He says, I don't believe any of this. But I, I like what you guys are doing, distributing prasadam. This is very much useful. So I was also not pressing him. And this continued for two years. Every week or then we meet, just you know, ask, how are you, what are you doing, give prasadam, everything done. And recently, one week ago, he said, Okay, we'll go into the temple room. And he asked himself, I want Japa beads. So it's two years. So it doesn't matter just by your presence. So be friend. And next, Srila Prabhupada in the purport, he says, So Vaishnavas addressing each other as Prabhus, because he sees everyone is servant of the Lord. And Srila Prabhupada made very interesting point that a Vaishnava sees other servants to be so advanced that he has much to learn from them. So this is very, very healthy behavior that every one of us has to cultivate. There is, you know, as we progress in bhakti, one will realize that I have so much to learn. So in the beginning, when we walk in the temple, we see you no know, Vaikuntha. So except me, everybody is so glorious, glowing, and he will just go, whatever service is offered, they will do, and so much energy in the beginning. And after few years, and familiarity will come, and a little bit knowledge will come, we try to see, you know, Bhagavatam says, you know, all the good qualities of a demigods are present in the devotees. I can see good qualities are coming in me, but why these devotees are not behaving properly? <laughs> so you will see the, you know, he's okay. You know, I know this devotee, he used to be like that, but now he's not. You, know, you see, you know, that kind of, Mentality also triggering, if one is not cautious. So, beginning stage, he thinks, you know, I am fallen, rest everybody is Patita Pavan. I am the only Patita. In the middle stage, he sees, you know, I am okay, I think, but these are not okay. No, but we should not. So we have to properly understand, we have to develop a healthy attitude. 
No, I am. Yeah, I am still fallen because that's why. Because any duality we see, that is the sign of illusion, ignorance. So one sees the devotees always on a higher platform. So even in the general context, you see how many among so many hundreds and millions of people are there in the planet. And what's the percentage of a devotee? <laughs> Although devotee may have some here and there you know, qualities, you know, some may be didn't save you a plate of prasadam, or maybe you're doing some service, maybe somebody corrected, maybe wrong way, whatever previous experience he had based on that, he may be corrected. Maybe, you know, you align some business partnership with other devotee, that maybe didn't go well. We don't know what's the plan Krishna is making for us to purify. Because Krishna makes plans to purify us along with the devotees and the family circumstances, so many different ways. He has different vision altogether and mission to purify us and bring us back. But as a devotee, in whatever condition, so we should be mindful of our respect and etiquette with the other devotees. And in, uh, Anud Prabhu always gives an example. So the devotee association is like a you know, stone grinding machine. You know, you put the stones to grind them, to smoothen. So you'll put all the stones in a grinder. So there is nothing else to rub them. Only stones put water and run the machine. They just runs. When it is running, so each other stone, they rub each other. So with all the different shapes, folks, and they rub each other, after some time, so they become smoothened. And they become very nice and soft. So similarly, the association of devotee, because we are coming with different baggages from different ethnic groups, different you know, belief systems, and different brought up, different cultural, and we are all came to Srila Prabhupada's family. Vasudevaika Kutumbak. So we all under one umbrella. And we try to purify ourselves and we try to help others. So in that process we may have different qualities that may not go well together, but we don't jump out. If the stone grinder, when it is running, other stone thinks, oh, this stone is hitting me so hard, I am getting purified. And if thinks, oh, this pressure I don't want to go through, I will jump off. And what happens? All other stones will become so pure and soft. Those who jumped off the machine, their impurity, their shape will still remain the same. So we don't want that to happen to us. Okay, whatever happens, somebody may be, of course, even to correct, we have to be authority, you must be, you know, in a right position to correct somebody. So not just, you know, just walk in and... We don't do that. We do under the proper vision, but even in that, we have to be mindful that we are not plucking the seedling. Because the bhakti visa just started, it's just, you know, putting the roots down, going a bit deeper. But we don't want to trample on it, we don't want to pluck it out with our correction. So we have to be mindful. And, and it's a very healthy 
behavior that we always try to learn from others. You know, even if you put, say, a big rain is coming, you know, you put one empty vessel, one vessel with full, which one will get the water? Which is empty. Correct. Obvious. But the, the vessel which is full of the substance, it won't get. So similarly, the mercy is flowing with the devotee association, through books, Srila Prabhupada, chanting, everything, mercy is coming. And if we feel, I am already full, you don't get anything. You feel, you know, stay hungry, stay foolish. In the uh, marketing world they say, you always strive for getting more. So similarly, we have to be like that, stay hungry, stay foolish, to get more mercy. So don't, don't satiate yourself to learn more. So there is every opportunity for us to learn more from other devotees. So my Guru Maharaj, he says, you know, if you feel proud that you are expert in such and such service or such and such skill, you know, in ISKCON, there, somewhere in ISKCON world, somebody is more proficient, more expert and more skillful and more service oriented than you. So that is actually makes us humble. I have so much to learn. And, and the etiquette of calling each other, each other as Prabhus, as Master, is not just a you know, lip service. I'm just calling you, Hey Prabhu, can you get water for me? Hey Prabhu, can you keep a plate of prasadam? Hey Prabhu, can you wash my laundry? Hey Prabhu, it's not that I am calling you Prabhu, but giving all the services to you. So, <laughs> so that kind of lip service we don't want. So we want a genuine humility that, you know, I am meant for service. So I am a jiva, my service is Nityadas. So I am, all others are advanced than me. So it's, it's a healthy way of looking. Uh, obviously, you know, it's very difficult. You know, we were not trained since our childhood like these boys and girls. So you were not. But we were trying to compete. You know, if your person is, you know, your friend is getting 9 out of 10, why are you getting 11? Why are you not getting 11? That's, that's how we are trained, you know. Now you have to compete, you have to chase. But among the devotees, so that, if that competition comes, oh, I know 100 slokas, I will learn. He knows 101, tomorrow I will learn one more, 102. So that competition is okay, but not the competition to gain more, but the competition is to no, somehow or other, please the Lord, is to please, please the Lord. And the, all the works are done to please the Lord. Every competition is only for serving the Lord, for His pleasure. And devotees genuinely see, okay, this, this devotee is serving very nice. They will encourage, Prabhu, you are doing nice service. Okay, you go on. So, even giving opportunity to sadha, other devotee, okay, even when leading the Guru Puja or leading anything, no, first ask senior devotee or somebody. So that's a proper etiquette we have to follow. And 
all this is a Srila Prabhupada in one line he writes, understanding of the master begins from understanding of the spiritual master. And he says, so spiritual master, serving the spiritual master is the greatest opportunity one will get. And Esya Prasadat, Bhagavad Prasadat. So only by pleasing the spiritual master, one can please the Supreme Lord. And this applicable for each and every devotee also. So in the 11th canto, we see uh, the Avanti Brahmana, he tells, uh, he has 21 gurus. So, so many gurus, he learned from everybody. So similarly, in our devot- devotional journey, we learn from everybody and they are also gurus. They are our siksha gurus. You know, some devotee may clean the floor very nice compared to us. Some devotee, so we, that attitude comes when we see in a proper vision. And Srila Prabhupada further explained that how to honor a spiritual master is Sakshadaritvena Samastha Shastre. Because he is very dear servant, because he is doing a very, very confidential service. So what is that confidential service? Bringing other living entities closer to Krishna bringing other living entities closer to Krishna. That is very, very dear service. Because um, in the first canto, when the sages of Naimisharanya ask, one of the questions they ask is, what is the purpose? You know, Lord taking so many incarnations, what is the purpose of all these incarnations? So, Sutta Goswami, he tells, Lord comes to reclaim the fallen souls who came to who developed mode of goodness and from there he will pick them. So Lord is taking different incarnations to, you know, bring us back and spiritual master is coming to help the Lord and do render service to do that. And we have to see that. So that's why even the first offense against the holy name is, what is that first against? To blaspheme the devotees who are dedicated to their life to propagate the holy names of the Lord. So they are propagating the holy names of the Lord. So we have to be very, very careful to see what, how we are conducting ourselves with other devotees. So and Prabhupada further in the purport he writes about the oneness. So the oneness is not the oneness that Mayavadis think. So the oneness is in the quality and with the intention. With the intention and quality. Jivera Swarupa hai Krishna Nityadas. We are all servants of the Lord. So our oneness is to serve that Supreme Lord. And that's why sometimes when we deal with any material situation or you know with among with other devotees about our material conditions you know we always come with not oneness of thought differentiations are there although we have differentiations Srila Prabhupada said you know after he departed 
And he said, whatever, you know, we different opinions among the devotees. So Srila Prabhupada said, whatever you don't leave iskon. Whatever different opinions are there, you fight, you you know, argue, you do voting or whatever method you apply, but don't fall apart. Similarly, among our devotional circles, so you may have different you know thought of opinions and you may have you may pursue it differently. You know, sometimes we see devotees have different opinions. They they see this person with different vision and but he acted differently, maybe you know, we have, everybody has some communication issue. So, it's not that what I see is what I believe. And, and contextual also. And we don't know. So, just based on one small incident, we think, okay, from today I'm not going to talk with the, this devotee. Or from today I'm not going to talk with that devotee. So, these kind of things we should not do at least among the devotees. Okay, you have different opinions, that's okay. But we will serve the same master together. If we, we don't alienate. So that we have to learn. So otherwise what happens, the same mentality goes in. Oh, he is my enemy because he did not go well with me. So we don't want to get that mentality. As long as we have that kind of mentality, seeing that he is okay with me, he is not okay with me. So we are Muhyanti at Surya. So what to speak of a you know, tiny speck, big, big demigods are put into illusion. So we are also, will go into that illusion. The duality arises through the illusion. In the last paragraph, Srila Prabhupada explained that as long as one adheres to the philosophy of duality, thinking one person a friend, another person an enemy, he should be understood to be in the clutches of Maya. So we don't want to be in that clutch, you know, thinking the dualities. Okay, I'll stop here. If you have any corrections and comments, please. Correction? <laughs> Yeah, um, so thank you for the amazing class. Hare Krishna. So on the last point you mentioned that um, at least within the, with devotees, within the devotee community, we should not make enemies, at least that, right? And sometimes you mentioned that sometimes maybe there's a small mistake and then we can exaggerate it. But since devotee is not perfect, sometimes, maybe not here, but in general it does happen that maybe sometimes devotees do major mistakes too. Yeah. So, even though we might personally forgive those devotees for the mistake, um, is it okay to just cut it? Like the relationship? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are not like um, Haridas Thakur, <laughs> who got beaten by Muslims. 21 marketplaces, then he said, Oh Lord, please forgive them. So he taking. So we are not in that stage. So we, 
one healthy attitude we should develop is you know whatever good somebody did for us we should never forget it and whatever bad somebody did to us immediately forget it so in the heart but it's very difficult you know i still remember maybe one and half a year ago somebody chastised me for doing my service till date when i see that devotee it comes in the mind because conditioned nature but immediately says you know whoever corrects us whoever corrects us it's a, it's great fortune because somebody is taking interest in us to correct now how many of us people take interest in somebody nobody bothers but if if mistake are the in the in the relation somebody maybe did a gross mistake maybe try to kill you or maybe try to steal your wife or that kind you know better to you know put them away but in the heart forgive them in the heart forgive them it's not that somebody is taking donation you know if some beggar comes you know your hand is up so person who is taking their hand is down so those who are forgiving their hand is up those who are forgiving in a psychological sense they are on the higher stand so this is important and don't develop you know revengeful attitude that's very important so you don't develop revengeful in and that's very you know that's why he pralat maharaj he is not speaking in a revengeful way even later we you see pralat maharaj was put into so much tribulation so much difficulty he never thought that you know i had to you know revenge to my father or those who were involved he was just you know, praying to the lord whatever condition lord has put me i'm okay and in the 11th canto you will see sometimes because the karma the result of karma is the material body and karma has to go through two result happiness and distress and those whoever we met across so they are except the devotees though they come according to our karma to give happiness and distress in our life and it's mentioned sometimes enemies take as birth as children to give trouble so that we don't <laughs> eh, not none of you <laughs> are krishna okay hope are krishna so you mentioned about uh, i mean in the purport the line was written uh, by shri prabhupada that uh, devotee sees everyone as prabhu mm. and then you also mentioned that it's not lip service it's like we really feel in heart but then at the same time the reality is like we may not feel in the heart especially for even for the devotees mm. you know so how to how to accept that reality at the same time how to strive for bringing me closer to that reality i mean closer to that 
desired goal that mm. seeing everyone as prabhu <laughs> so one thing can i think of is so the natural way to develop the humility is by rendering service to the devotee and that's one of the six loving exchanges dadati pratigrhnati guhyamakhyati prushyati gungte bodhayate chaiva so you try to serve as much as so even little little service we do for other devotees that makes a big difference little gestures you give for the devotees now in our face in the material world you do so much gestures work and so many things although it is very bad money is hey good money mate <laughs> <laughs> like that when you see a devotee so f- feel happy that you know if you go to some very strange land where there are no devotees for our purpose now you feel when we like go back to the association of devotees and i was feeling like that when i was went to my hometown i was literally waiting when will i go back when will i go back whole family is there they are in a cooperative but there is nothing compared in the association of devotees and when you when you feel that the value of what we have and you can value that in others also so first we have to value what greatest opportunity we have you know practicing devotional service and seeing that in others makes us to value that and that help us to you know say okay he is also in the same right track and by rendering service to them voluntarily voluntarily is not that my son's birthday i will call the devotee for home or that's okay because for your sake you are calling the devotees that is still okay but it doesn't matter whether my son's birthday or doesn't matter so i will always try to serve the other devotee so that we have to you know develop so not for my own spiritual growth but i will serve so but it takes time and along with that knowledge and those who are already doing that kind of service helps us you know i remember one sanyasi um gopavandesh prabhu was telling this uh, past time so there were two sanyasis so one sanyasi i don't want to name them so he wanted to invite his friend they both joined in the same temple same time so he want to invite other sanyasi for lunch and he takes those who invited he doesn't take any chili and no oil and he likes chili very spicy and he said you know from today i don't want to eat spice he said maharaj you take you like chili what happened suddenly so cook that maybe maharaj health is not good stomach may be not good so that day they didn't put much chili they reduced to 25% 75% he said no no reduce it further 
So next day again, Gupta, what happened? Maharaj is saying, so he reduced to 50%. Maharaj said, no, 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 reduce it further. 25%. Next day, okay, tomorrow reduce it even more. And then he invited that Maharaj. So the service, you want to render, you want to feed the devotee. But you feed not what you like, you do what other devotee like. So then he invited the devotee. Maharaj. So that consciously you do that. And that develops over a period of time. And when you associate with other devotees like you, that comes naturally. Thank you, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank Hare you for a nice class. Uh, just a realization I had, I don't know what's going to find, maybe I can't submit it. different um, kinds of people in the world. There are the four varnas and four ashrams and four modes, you know, maybe the, you could be a sudra or a satra or, or a brahman and it might be in the mode of ignorance, the mode of goodness, the mode of pure goodness. Or, and um, so that adds up to 64 distinctively different kinds of people in the world. They can never agree on anything, but when, you know, when everyone comes to the temple, Sometimes you get the whole community come to the temple. It's a bit difficult for a small temple room like this, but everyone can come to the temple and all having a very nice kirtan, a very sweet kirtan. Everyone is so happy, they just want to chant. On Everyone is there chanting joyfully before the deity. So, you know, it's, the temple room is big enough and they're just so happily all chanting together and that, that way they're all associating together and there's no question of do they agree with this philosophy or that philosophy. Is, is it Dwaita or Dwaita or whatever. They're all just chanting joyfully before the deities, and that way, all, that's a nice way to associate, you know, it doesn't matter whether you agree with everything, and it's my service, can I clean the floor well, or can I give a Bhaktam class, or everything was just chanting happily together, and that's a nice way to associate, you know, Prabhupada's given us that, and also we can all come together and take prasadam together, you know, the offering prasadam and accepting prasadam, a way of associating, so that we have these, Prabhupada's given us these nice ways to associate, which you don't have to sort of discuss, do we agree with each other or not? And <laughs> actually, you know, like Brahmacharis probably shouldn't associate with grihasas too much and might get ideas, but, uh, and then, you know, grihasas have to do so much work and have a job and make money, and then if you're going to retire, maybe you have to give up your job and go to Holy. But I mean, we can't agree, we all have totally different program, but when we're all in that table happily chanting together, that's a nice association. You agree? Don't have any questions, we'll stop here. Grandra Srimad Bhagavatam ki, Srila Prabhupada ki, Nanta Koti Vaishnava Brindaki, Jai.